Hello and welcome to the Strictly Personal Podcast. I'm J.P. Batum, the host. Our theme and our message is intended to be a wide open forum. And as I've said, it's much like a Seinfeld show where if there's an event going on throughout your day, that can make up a show. Well, if there's a conversation about anything and everything, that can make up our podcast. Hopefully it'll be thought-provoking, but at the very least, entertaining. My father, the late John Batum, a Hall of Fame broadcaster, started the Strictly Personal Commentary Show back in the late 90s. This is my attempt to keep that going. Throughout the many podcasts, I will be highlighting different audio clips of his broadcast history. I hope you'll enjoy that. Our commentary, uh, relevant and interesting, all the while we'll be hosting different guests along the way. All the commentary provided is strictly personal. With that, let's get started. Uh, we'll be hearing a clip of John Batum. He'll be doing a news broadcast or a sports broadcast. And then coming out of that, we'll meet our guest of the day. Our guest today will be Gaston Poon. Gaston Poon and I go back 35 years. And I hope you'll find his heritage and his uh, career path very interesting and uh, we'll get caught up with him I've been staying in touch with him through social media through the years and uh, this was an opportunity with the COVID-19 going on a chance for some downtime where he and I could actually spend some time on the phone catching up and what we've done is we've brought it onto the podcast I hope you'll enjoy it Good morning everyone when the Montreal Canadiens began their hockey season in a rather poor manner someone went back to the record book to determine the last time a Montreal team started as poorly you know it was 30 years ago with the Toronto Maple Leafs charging ahead in unusual fashion it's back to the record book it was 1944 36 years ago that the Leafs started so well they opened with six straight victories that year last night the Leafs held on to defeat the Calgary Flames five to four it was their sixth straight win. They've now taken six out of seven so far. They are in first place, not just in their division, but overall in the NHL. Rocky Saganek scored twice with singles to Anderson, Boschman, and Vive, but it was goaltender Yuri Sura who came through with a point-blank save on Eric Vale with four seconds remaining that preserved the Leaf win. Tomorrow night, the Leafs are off to Vancouver. The Detroit Red Wings finally won a hockey game. They became the final team to join the victory clubs last night with a 5-1 victory over the Colorado Rockies. Rookie Mike Blaisdell led the way with his first two professional goals. And the Philadelphia Flyers got a bit of revenge for their Stanley Cup loss to the New York Islanders. The Flyers beat the Islanders 4-2 in the first meeting of the clubs since last season's Stanley Cup final. And the Montreal Canadiens, they're back on the winning track. They buried Chicago Blackhawks 7-2 last night. It was only their second win in seven starts. Ontario Major Junior Hockey last evening, and almost 3,500 fans looked on in Peterborough, and the hometown Peets were not at their best. They lost 8-1 to to the Toronto Marlies. Greg Gilbert and Wayne Crawford paced the Marlboros with two goals apiece, and Niagara Falls Flyers scored six times in the first period and came away with a 10-5 win over the Sudbury Wolves. Paul Fulcher scored three times to lead the London Knights to an 8-6 victory over the Windsor Spitfires. The absence of a few top Soviet gymnasts opens the way for a very close battle for top honors as the World Cup of Gymnastics gets underway at Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto tonight. The Japanese gymnasts are hoping to make fans forget about the likes of Dityatin and Shaposhnikova. Cup organizer Colin Wackett was asked if the Soviet moves were related to the Olympic boycott. And Gaston, I'm... Going back, I guess, quite a ways for you and I, um, I think we met, I'm going, I'm going to throw a year out, 1983, does that sound about right? Yeah, I, I guess that would be uh, about right. I, I, I tried to uh, 
remember the year too, but uh, I just can't place it, you know, definitely. So we met, uh, I believe, in 1983, and uh, we were working or doing a job with uh, a timeshare outfit up in Cranberry Village, I believe. And yep, and and uh, I remember you and I, uh, we I think you know I, rem- I have some fond memories from those years, and then you and I had some fun uh, during that summer, and uh, I think we did lots of partying, and and and, and it was a, I remember it being a great summer. But uh, got yeah, to, I got to know you a little bit, and I remember that I was very fascinated by the name Gaston Poon. But can you give me a little bit of, uh, like, wh- where does the name come from? Okay, well, uh, first of all, I'm Cantonese. Uh, my, my parents were both born in China, in southern, uh, in Canton, southern province. And um, they moved to Trinidad and Tobago right. in the ni- early 1950s. Um, and what it, what had happened was uh, my my grandfather my great grandfather had been there already, well had had been there previously, and uh, they came as uh, workers, and they would be you know uh, basically men who traveled overseas to find work because uh, work was and money was scarce back in China, and they would go back and forth they would go back across the Atlantic down to Africa back home. And they would get married, have kids, then go back and work, and then, you know, later on bring their family with them. But anyway, there were, there were three generations of, um, of my family before me who were born in China and worked in Trinidad. Me and my siblings were the first uh, ones of the, uh, of the family that were born there in Trinidad. And Trinidad being a very multicultural uh, country with a lot of different uh, Cultural influences, uh, English, um, Irish, this is, of course, the, from the slavery, the Africans, the Indians who came after slavery because they needed uh, workers because the slaves weren't um, willing to work in, 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 in the um, plantation. So Chinese were brought in, brought in also to, to, to work on the farm, coffee, cocoa plantations. So that's basically how and my you, and, family and so did you were you born in Canada yourself then or no? So I was born in Trinidad. Trinidad then, okay. So when did you come to Canada? Um, seventy one. Oh, in seventy one, okay. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of different French influence. So that's where that name came from. Yeah, it's quite you know a lot of French, you know, French patois. Yeah, it's a, and I've always found it a, a, a memorable and an interesting name. Um so we we had uh, worked with a gentleman by the name of Mark Raleigh, uh, who was an interesting character. Uh, I'm sure you can recall. He was uh, from uh, from Utah, and right. he was up there uh, basically doing a lot of the hiring and the training at that time. And I guess he would have been the same person that hired you. Um, what are your What are your memories of of Mark? Okay, I hadn't thought of him until you just mentioned it. <laughs> I, I remember him and his uh, shades. I think they were very reflective shades, and uh, he used to talk about skiing in Utah. Yes, yes. And, uh, and he talked about uh, wearing uh, scuba gear. <laughs> 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 not not only scuba gear, but uh, snorkeling gear. Snorkeling. Snorkeling, gear. yeah. So, uh, yeah, snorkeling goggles, so you can breathe in the in, in the pine uh, the resorts that he worked in. Yeah, and, I remember. Uh, I remember. Gung Ho guy, and, and yeah. uh, it sort of reminds me of. Uh, you remember that SNL character, the guy who lived down by the down by the 
So it was great that uh, we had a chance to work with him because he was such a character. I just recall him being a, having a, a big influence on me at the time, uh, just because he was such an outgoing guy, and he couldn't help but like you'd walk into a room and he would just uh, he would steal the show. He was just that outgoing. So I found him to be a fascinating character and someone I've always remembered and. Uh, uh, Thought it was kind of a fun time, and uh, just wanted to get your uh, thoughts on uh, your memories of him. Um, just thinking uh, a little bit fast forward now, you know, after working there, where did you go? What did you end up doing? I, I did a little bit of. I, I got into acting. So how did you get into acting? It was an open call. It was an, uh, at CBC. Had a friend of mine, I guess at that time, telephoned me. <laughs> <laughs> Social media at that time was the phone. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he told me about an open audition. So I, I went to the open audition and um, I, I, I read for a role and um, I won it. So it was for a, a show called Chasing Rainbows. It was a, um, what do you call that? A, a series. Right. That CBC was putting on about uh, the 1920s. And so, anyway, so I played a. Chinese character, of course, Chinese character in the nineteen twenties. Okay. And then after that, I uh, I got roles in shows you might remember, uh, Night Heat. Oh yeah. Seeing things, seeing things, ENG. Um, a lot of those shows, uh, the Kung Fu. The yeah, yeah, films. yeah. And so yeah, they were just. Uh, uh, it was. There wasn't a lot of uh, money in it. There wasn't a lot of roles, so I sort of left that and I went into um, newspaper distribution, which were, which I did for about twenty years. I was going to say, like, so, so really, the the uh, the acting is more of a um, a passion, sort of a part time thing you were doing then. I, I, w- I would have loved it to to have been a, a full time thing. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed it, but uh, there wasn't there wasn't work, and there was there wasn't was an opportunity to, not enough work eh? to get. Yeah, there was an opportunity to get a steady job steady uh, income, um, you know, and uh, at that time I was uh, seeing my wife and um, thinking about settling down. Yeah. So you... Uh, so that's the choice I did. Yeah. So you're married, you have, you have kids? Yes, I have one son. Okay. Um, he's, uh, he's at uh, University of Toronto right now, he's just finished his fifth year of uh, computers and math or program, uh, UFT Scarborough, and uh, he's now been accepted. Uh, for his master's uh, in computer. Well, good for him. Him and, uh, yeah, he's doing well. That's, that's great. I uh, was just curious then, so we, you went into the newspaper business, you were saying? Yeah. Um, <laughs> distribution. Distribution. Uh, delivery. I, yeah, yeah, delivery, distribution. Because um, I had a buddy who, who was in it, who was working with a Toronto Sun, looking after an area in downtown Toronto. And um, so I got introduced, I got introduced to the business through him. And um, I, I became a, you know, a contractor uh, with, a, with an area. And uh, how long, so you're still doing that today, or what are you doing now? No, newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> newspapers went down, man. I was going to say, I was gonna say uh, the, with the 
yeah, with the electronic media, I don't think there's too much in the newspaper business nowadays. So what? So what? What? Where are you now? What are What are you doing now? So yes. Um, so about five years ago, four or five years ago, I um, I left and it wasn't providing an income anymore. There was, uh, you know, circulation had dropped drastically. So I I started back in acting. So I've been um, I've been uh, doing some acting over the past few years and uh, doing background and uh, that's and. That's been my main focus these days. Now, I, I couldn't help but uh, notice, I think I reached out to you uh, recently this past year when I saw you in a commercial with uh, Austin Matthews and uh, Mitch Marner uh, for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I thought that was quite uh, quite something. How did that come about? Actually, um, that uh, my, one of my background agents called me. I I was I was rather frustrated on that shoot because they were shooting all around town. Yeah. And and my call time was around five PM. And so I got there around four. Hey, yeah, try to get there early, uh, for your call time especially. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, why are you laughing? <laughs> I can just imagine. You were probably there you know, kinda of anticipating okay. to get this uh, the shoot done and it was probably probably had you waiting around. Yeah, and it was all secret. Oh yeah, I imagine it would have been. Very, yeah, um, because they didn't want uh, you know they didn't want um, a lot of groupies for, for want of a better word. Uh, yeah, fans all the fans kind of congregating. Yeah, because you got the, the, the two top uh, athletes in Toronto at that time. Um, that was before uh, the Raptors won. Yeah, but anyway, um, so I had another buddy who was on the shoot, and he was downtown in in Parliament. Uh, at uh, I forgot Sherbert at, uh, at Queen. Um, I forgot the name of the um, the arena down there. But anyway, he, so he texted me and he he wanted to keep it quiet too because they told him, you know, to keep it quiet, don't tell anybody. So he said, I hope you like hockey, right? So right away I started, um, you know, googling all the the, the, the Maple Leafs. So I, I think I hope you like the, the Maple Leafs. So I started googling them to try. And, um, <laughs> You know, try and figure out who was going to be there. I thought maybe Austin and uh, and uh, will be there. But anyway, um, so finally, um, with all the secrecy and um, trying to text the, the production and saying, "When are you guys coming? I'm here. I'm waiting." And this was uh, at Soto Soto. I don't know if you. Yeah, 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 yeah. The restaurant on Avenue Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was the restaurant. So I just um, I just went in and uh, was. Uh, they said, okay, so it was a wait here. And I, there was no introduction or anything. It was very, very different uh, from any other production that I've done. And um, so I, I, I'm standing. Actually, my wife and I were both background, uh, calling from background. So we're just standing by the reception desk at the, at the restaurant. And, you know, in comes walking through the curtain, uh, two guys walking. They walk to the back, and one is holding a camera. I said, oh, okay, that's just a run through. The cameraman is just, um, you know, running through, um, you know, frame and everything. And as they're walking back in a minute, I said, holy shit, that's them. Because <laughs> 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 I didn't recognize them, right? Yeah. And, and so they went back out. I guess they just did their run through. And then the assistant director who was beside me said, okay, they're coming now. Go through the, go through the curtain. So I just pulled the curtain. Hey, hi, Mitch. How you doing? Hi, Austin. And uh, that was it. It was just one take, with Austin being the, the cameraman. 
Oh, is that right? Oh, so it's just, yeah. it's, oh, wow, that didn't take long at all. Then. No, no. And uh, so I just said hello to them afterwards, and um, then they were off to another another location. And you see that, if you remember the, the, the commercial. Yeah, they were, they're going down the street, and yeah. Yeah, you're hopping right there. You know, a lot of different locations. So um, that was just. Was it not a commercial for iPhone though? Yes, it was an iPhone. Yeah. Okay. I, I, to I, show. Yeah. It was to show the ability of the iPhone. Yeah. Uh, as, as, as it's a, a good commercial, uh, and, and you know, even though your your the you know the uh, spot that you had was quite short, it was very prominent in the commercial. It, it uh, was well done. I, I was the only. I was the only other person in that commercial besides David. Yeah. Yeah. Besides yeah, that was yeah, good. Which surprised me because there were there were at least uh, maybe about twenty other backgrounds who were who were called, and uh, you know through all the other locations. Yeah. So, well, I, I remember I remember seeing it. And I right away I recognized you, and I, I just said, "Hey, I know that guy." <laughs> <laughs> so. A buddy of mine who was watching hockey on in Phoenix. <laughs> is that right? He, yeah, he, he said, "Hey, I just saw you, man." <laughs> Okay, yeah. Um, White Christmas. They're all non-religious songs for Christmas. Okay. And a lot of them were written by Jewish composers. Okay, is that right? Right. No. (laughs) So that's what, it was a a musical documentary. So. (laughs) Well, you've had had some, you you get some interesting work. You've had some... uh... And you're you're still doing that, I take it, when when the opportunities arise, I take. Yeah, yeah, I I, I do. Um, the opportunity doesn't arise all that often. It's um, it's mm. my um, you know. You know, what do you do yeah, for your spare uh, time? I play hockey. I enjoy hockey. Still playing hockey? Good um, for you. Yeah, I still. <laughs> and um, I I still play soccer. Nice. I don't say I still play. I play soccer, and I play. Yeah, soccer. I was going to say I've seen you. I've seen you post pictures on Facebook of you playing soccer. So they, yeah, that's. Now, are you a goalie or you play out? I'm a goalie. Um, I've played goalies for decades, but this year I played out. Um, okay. And uh, and I finally scored a league goal this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So that was good. Yeah, actually two or three, but um, yeah, so I. I I've done that, and um, I, I'm trying to um, work on, on on some acting projects or some, you know, some writing and maybe developing something. Yeah, so, so there's one project that I'm playing around my mind, um, and one figure that sort of um, would be central to this project that I'm, I'm thinking about is a, is a homeless man. There's a there's a, a an Asian man who's a homeless character. He seems homeless uh, around um, the Sandcliffe area, right? Which, uh, 
I, I live close to I live in East York. And um, yeah, overly. And I've seen him over the past year or so uh, walking with bags. But he seems, you know, rather well dressed. He's got a you know, suit jacket on or suit pants. And uh, he's not, you know, totally, um, you know, totally down trodden, I, I would say. But, uh, you know, I see him walking around with these, with these bags. And um, so anyway, I, um, I haven't seen it. I haven't been there in a while, and I haven't seen him. So I haven't seen him, and I asked my wife, uh, who goes there a little bit more often than me, and she said, yeah, she saw him about a few weeks ago. And on occasions, I would see him at some of the local restaurants, like there are Afghans, Afghan restaurants and stuff like that there in Tim Hortons. And I would see him being given a meal. I don't think he's he's being paid at all. Uh, he I don't think he's paying for it. Okay. So um, so people are, have been you know offering him uh, food and uh, you know he's been he's been looked after because he's been there for at least two years now I, I think. So I hadn't seen him in like six months. So I don't know for some reason um, I've been thinking about him. Uh, well, I've been thinking about him because of this, this um, project that I, I, I'm thinking about. Um, so is this project, this is something that you're currently working on or just going to, are going to be working on shortly? It's not, it's not, it's in the... It's in the works? It's, it's not, yeah, it's in the works. It's, it's in the early, very early stage. Okay. Um, so, no, it, it's not really about him, but I was, you know, I was thinking of a character similar to him. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, um, fictional, of course. But um, anyway, so so last night I went out. <laughs> it was around six o'clock, six thirty. I went out to to try and find him, and uh, yeah, I found him. I, I I saw him. He doesn't. He he stands there and talks by himself, um, sometimes loudly. Oh, is and, that right? Uh, mm-hmm. Um. And uh, anyway, so I, yeah, so I, I was amazed that I found him uh, because anyway, I, I located him and I, I sort of followed him, around, kept my distance, and um, he found a, a nice little uh, an indoor um, passageway, and he stayed there and he stayed there. He normally was yeah, basically a, um, uh, uh, yeah, he he sort of um, inspired me to to do. Um, you know, something about a, a homeless man. Okay. Well, I'll look forward to look, look forward to that. How how uh, how far down the road will will it be before we see something on that? Um, I really don't know. It could be a year. Yeah. But um, you know, uh, but my um, and I've been I've been mulling that. Yes, uh, there's also the the idea of uh, doing something comedic because um, I'm I'm much more. I, I feel I'm much more comfortable. In a comedic role, um, and uh, so this, you know, I'm, 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 again, another one early in the stage right now. I'm trying to uh, work on something like that. Now, for some reason, I don't know why. Both extremes here. <laughs> for some reason, I got it stuck in my head that you were doing some some work as a chef. Were you not at some point? Yes, actually, that's what brought me up to Collingwood. Right. I. I um, went to U of T. I spent two years at U of T not knowing exactly what I wanted to do. 
and I'd worked in the food business um, since, you know, since high school during the summertime and uh, on the weekends. Um, I'd, I'd work in the restaurant industry. And uh, so after two years of University of Toronto, I took um, hotel and restaurant, ma- restaurant, hotel and tourism okay, yeah, management yeah. at Verizon. I think it's now called hospitality and tourism. Or who knows what? It's changed to something else. So anyway, so through that, I, uh, I was working in the restaurant industry and I moved up to Collingwood, the Beaver, Beaver Valley area, uh, to a French restaurant. I worked in a French restaurant up there. And so from there, I transitioned over to the Cranberry Village, where I worked as a waiter also. And that's where I, I saw the timeshare salespeople. And I uh, then moved over to the timeshare sales with you. I see. That's how we connected. I didn't recall how that all came about, but that, uh, that makes sense. So, yeah, you, you've had, uh, you've had uh, I guess, many different uh, experiences and different uh, uh, career uh, positions, I guess. Uh, I mean, it's uh, quite something. Where does, uh, where does the future hold uh, for Gaston Poon? I guess hopefully telling some stories. Yeah? Telling some stories about, um, you know, um, maybe my experience and... Um, something through my eyes that's that's basically uh, yeah well, i think what the future is going to be holding for me yeah. and uh, i just did um it was a small rule but uh, uh i was just on a project uh called age of samurai okay um it'll be on netflix uh in the spring oh nice so yeah so, a prominent role or no, it's a minor role. Minor role, yeah. They, they, yeah, they brought in a lot of uh, Japanese actors from Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they wanted the dialogue in Japanese. I don't speak Japanese, so, um, yeah, so I had a, a minor role in it. But uh, it was, I think it's going to be a, a good thing to look out to, and uh, hopefully <laughs> we'll be out of this um, quarantine and um, everybody, you know, um, so you're not forced yeah. to look at yeah, it. Yeah, so, so I, I guess with the quarantine, I guess is everybody, you know, in in the acting business, I guess is shut down as well, I, I would imagine. I guess there's nothing happening right now. Everything um, almost any industry uh, out there, uh, the production has um, you know grind to a halt. Productions right? in town has, has, has come to a stop all over, all over, all over the world. And um, as you can see, some of the some actors you know have uh, have contracted it and uh, therefore stopped all their, yeah. their filming too. Right? Well, it's unfortunate. Okay. Hopefully, it doesn't last too long, or we'll be stuck running, uh, watching nothing but reruns because uh, that seems to be all I've been doing is really watching a lot of TV and movies to well, pass the time. I guess that's that's what we gotta do. We gotta somehow, uh, as you're doing, create new content. Yeah. Uh, so that we don't have uh, reruns. So, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So this this is this is the time to be doing that. Yeah. Well. So your son will graduate what next year or? No, he will be starting. He's he's just been uh, accepted. Oh, he's like just going. He's just starting. Okay. And. Uh, in, in in the fall. In the fall. Okay. Good for him. In the fall. So it, so it's a two year master's program. Mm-hmm. And uh, how is Bree doing? Um, I, she's, I know she's been putting out some 
But yeah, she's she's doing really well and and uh, having fun. Fabulous. And yeah, one thing I just wanted to mention. Um, I yeah, condolences to you on uh, the passing of your father. Uh, it's been a few years now. Oh, thank but you. I, I, I do. Um, I do recall you 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 telling me that back then, back up in Hollywood, uh, the death is John Adam, and I was impressed. Uh, because uh, I used to, we used to listen to him on the radio. <laughs> Is that right? Um, yeah, listen to the Argos game. Because um, especially, uh, I, I do have fond memories of um, of the the Raymond Classic, um, the Cats against the Argos. And, and those were always some of his favorite events as well. He always enjoyed the Labor Day Classics when he was when he was broadcasting. Yeah, and, uh, from from Hamilton, I, I sort of remember. Um, at least one occasion, maybe many other occasions too, where we'd be driving out to go pick apples or something, or something, going out to a farm somewhere outside of Toronto, and we'd have the Argo game on, and uh, we'd go, you know, pick our apples and come back, and uh, you know, we'd be listening to the Argos on the radio in the car. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. The good old days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, thank you. Thanks for the, the nice comments. Um, well, I, I mean, I'm I'm super impressed with the fact that you're 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 doing something that I I'm I'm sure you're passionate about with your acting, and I'm impressed with the fact that you're still playing some hockey and and, and soccer and staying active. And uh, sounds like life has been pretty good for you, and I'm really glad to hear that. I I think it's been probably 35 years since we've seen each other, or close to that, and. Um, we'll, we're going to change that shortly. I hope uh, we've been trying to get together, and uh, uh, with this podcast, it seemed like an opportunity for you and I to catch up uh, and do this. So I really appreciate you uh, joining me and uh, having this podcast today. And uh, before we we just finish up here, Gaston, I was going to say I like to always finish up on uh, asking someone what is your favorite song, and I will try to end or put an in extra on our on our uh, podcast with the, with the music that you pick? Um, that, I, that I really like. Uh, it's called Chanda Mama. Uh, it's, a, it's an Indian song. I can, I can send you the information on it. And it's, it's performed, it's being performed by uh, Playing for Change. Playing for Change? Oh, okay, you're going to have to, I can tell you right now, I don't have that one, so you're going to have to send it to me. <laughs> so I'll, I'll send that to you. Send, send that to me, and we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll go out with that song. But any 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 last comments, words, or anything you'd like to say? No, well, uh, I'm, I'm very happy that we had this opportunity. Um, like you said, 35 years. Um, and um, I wanted to, 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 I don't play golf all that much. I have, I have golf clubs. And I was um, planning to, to come up uh, in the summertime when you had the, the charity golf tournament. Um, unfortunately, uh, plans didn't work out all that well, but um, hopefully I, I'll well, be able to get up. There. Well, I'll tell, I'll tell you, seeing as, seen as you brought it up, I'll tell you what, uh, hopefully we will be able to pull it off this summer um, with all this going on. I don't know whether we'll, we'll get it to organized in time because some of these things have to be planned but we have moved the golf tournament to to oakville uh for this year which will be uh it's going to take on a whole nother level of uh uh i guess guests and things and uh, we're going to have a few different charities involved and so there'll be a standby for an announcement on that but we've got a few things in the works that uh, will be 
uh, I think really exciting about that golf tournament. So uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. So we'll we'll get that out to you. And hopefully we'll uh, definitely get you there. Okay, Paul, it's been a slice, man. Yeah, same to you, and uh, let's stay in touch. And uh, like I say, we'll uh, we'll see each other hopefully real soon. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, stay safe. You too. Bye now. Bye now. Thank you.